last week on the Dice of Thunder podcast. The good news is all for me. Bristlebane's going to go first. She strikes you with the whip. She pulls you forward and takes this bite right out of you. Just... I rolled 12. 12. Yes. Well, guess what, guys? Bristlebane only had nine hit points. Yeah! The followers of Shumfellow <laughs> await the return of Darnayru with the feast. Yeah, let's just drag the body of Bristlebane over there. That's a great idea. <laughs> and all of you level up. next episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast, episode 11, Better Than Most Recipe Blogs. Oh. Most of them. Most Most of them. them. Not all. There's a few out there. Rachel Ray's latest. Hmm. Top (laughs) gold. Really? How would you rate it? Yeah, how would you rate that? Oh, man. Uh, Like four (laughs) out of five soups? Look what you Four out of five soups. (laughs) This is a new way to measure goodness. Are those building superintendents when you say soups? What are you talking about? Hey. Hey. I I make cakes. (laughs) While I'm souping buildings. Maybe we're not better than recipe. (laughs) I think we just leveled up. Well, we did level up. We did level up. Yeah. 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 It's December 19th. Mushrooms. Um, Boy. It's 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 crunch week for crunch week. everybody. Yeah, Christmas coming. Oh yeah, oh, Christmas yeah. is a coming. Can't We're stop it. week. Oh, so, oh, oh. get your shopping done. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Santa Duval. <laughs> Santa Duval. <laughs> I like Santa Duval. Uh, you guys, what? Nothing happened last week, right? Nothing. Nothing. Exciting? Nothing at all. Yeah. You guys hit level two. Yes, oh, my did. gosh. It's our yes. first level. This is a big deal. It's a huge, huge yeah. deal. Huge. So, so, Gil, what happened here? These characters progress over time. And this adventure path that we're on is going to take them all the way through 10th level. They'll hit 11th level if they're all alive by the end. <laughs> That's a big like, if. Yeah, yeah, big if. You but keep looking at me. <laughs> what do you say these I things? just want to feel your character's uh. death. <laughs> I'm just no. glad I'm for once not in the crosshairs. Yeah, I know, right? yeah. it's what's <laughs> exciting is the your powers all in, get enhanced and mm-hmm. everybody gets a little bit stronger. You get a little more hit points. Yeah, um, maybe. Doesn't care, <laughs> of these <laughs> Keep it going. Oh, oh, I don't know the words. Good. I was making it up as I go. <laughs> Oh the voice of an angel. Oh, I can't even look you in the eyes. Can't look you in the- <laughs> it's like you got wings and a unicorn horn. What uh, what leveling up means uh, is that the gloves come off. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. I had some fun with you guys for your first level. It's everybody's first level. Uh, my first level is a Pathfinder Second Edition GM. Mm-hmm. You're all first levels as players. And, you know, there were a couple things that I may or may not have looked the other way. I'm not going to say what. I'm just going to say this. From now on, the dice are going to tell the story. The dice are going to tell the story. Okay. And, okay. And, uh, oh, wow. That sounded exactly like it. Because this is the button. A few. Oh, no. Oh, oh. 
Okay. And then, okay. Wow. Yeah, that was really good. Was Before really good. you continue. <laughs> yes. oh, thank you. Dear. If the dice are going to tell the story, then <gasps> I think it's time to share. What is this? Share what? We now, as players, have a larger die than the GM. What? What? What do you mean? This is this is an atrocity. This is abs- This is against the. What? Oh my this? gosh! It has a special. Oh. Thing. She came, yeah. It came out in a Hennessy pouch. Holy cow! Let's compare. That is, how that thing is huge. It's that like is enormous. It's like, a, it's like a dinosaur tooth <laughs> with numbers on it. That it's is, like a baby's fist. That what is, is that absolutely a baseball with that. You can play baseball with that. So when we have team rolls. Against Damn. the GM, Where we got to roll that, that thing on the floor. We got to go outside and roll yeah. that thing on the down the street. Man, it's I our have, secret weapon. I have oh my a gosh. solid brass boulder here that is traditional, like actual boulder size. Now, it's don't like, make only it sound cooler 20s. than it is. No, I'm trying to make it sound cooler than it is. <laughs> it is cooler than it is because it was a gift that to it does me make it from special. my daughter, but. Aww. Uh, but yeah, now it's tiny. It's so it looks insignificant. So it's, insignificant. Been, it's been dwarfed. <laughs> it's not even half I the size. I couldn't let of you thing. have the biggest one. It's ridiculous. No. I love it. There's Thank you, only one thunder die. That is incredible. Yes, that's the thunder die. But now we have the thunder Get your buddy die. False thunder. Thunder buddy die. The thunder buddy die. Thunder buddy die. Demoralizing. When all listen, when all the thunder buddies are rolling with us, there we need uh, to call upon <laughs> by our powers combined. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, they'll yeah. be able to hear that dice roll now wherever they're Yes, right, right, really, right. What was that? Oh, it must have been they're gonna feel the size it. of my head. They're going to feel it before they hear it. <laughs> right. That is so Fantastic. great. Fantastic. Well, uh, yeah, so um, I am taking the gloves off. Thank you. I don't feel so bad. Um, what that means, I'm just I'm going to play it very, very straight. That's, okay. That's what I do. And uh, I like to let the dice decide things. And uh, yeah, th- so that's all. I'm just saying. There it is. I'm giving massive eye rolls right yeah. now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. It's uh, not going to be able to drive home. <laughs> his eyes are going to be stuck in the back of his head. But uh, the dice are going to giveth and the dice are going to taketh away. Is that yep. what your shirt says? Is that a t shirt? Maybe. That is Where'd a t shirt from. <laughs> it's also my wife. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, uh, which means character death is a very real possibility. No. Yep. I know. Right. I, right. I, I, you guys, I, no one will be more sad than I if one of your character, di- one of your characters die. But I'm not going to uh, pull the punches. So no, I've said it enough. We're moving yeah. on. I think it's good. We're moving on. Whatever you're saying sounds like threats. So let's yeah. uh, <laughs> let's play the game. My, uh, yeah. Can I roll a check on that? Oh, yeah. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, sense my that retcon motive. next Deception. week is going to be this whole conversation. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Last time I said I wasn't going to kill anybody, and then at the end of the show, Kairos died. So yeah. last time I said I would not feel bad, or I would feel bad. Yeah. My wife was, was like, kill, "Kill my Kiki and see what happens." <laughs> Threat. It's true. Well, you guys leveled up. So I'd like to get a little summary. You can reveal or not whatever you want about your characters, but let's kind of go around the room and talk to me about how your how your characters are feeling and what you changed for yeah. level two. Yeah. I'll start with Jordan. Oh, nice. Sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> so uh, the first thing is I, I took expert level in uh, my crafting skill. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, a, a few new special abilities that i took uh the first one is intimidating glare so Uh, intimidating yeah because remember a few episodes back when we were 
uh, politely speaking with that bank manager. Oh, yeah. And we tried to intimidate her. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. She laughed at you. Um, I even punched Specifically, her. Specifically, she pointed at you and said, ha, 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 ha. Nice punch. <laughs> I can now demoralize without a penalty when, it, when a creature doesn't understand my language. So a Balnor will, like, stare at him with his bright green single eye. And uh, I can demoralize them without a penalty. That's pretty cool. Uh, the second is known weakness. This one's cool for not just me, everybody. Uh, when I use my devise a stratagem ability, yeah, I can roll recall knowledge, and on a crit success, gain a plus one to attack, and I can share that bonus with my allies if they attack before my next turn. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So mm-hmm. you guys get a plus one from that. Um, what was the other one? Oh yeah, and then uh, quick draw because uh, eventually uh, I I want to get a pistol, uh, but uh, in the meantime I still have a short sword, and so I can with one action put away my short sword or my rifle and switch between them and attack in the same action. Okay, nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are the big changes for me. Sweet, saving up, huh? Saving up for that pistol. I am. Yep. Uh, Brittany, are you next? Popcorn. Are we going sure. popcorn? Um, yeah. I have some spells in addition to my spells. So, Gale Blast is one I took. Um, what does that do? Are you casting Blails? N- uh, not, not to be confused with our moms. <laughs> <laughs> like, Different like, sp- yeah. spelling of Gale. Don't, don't blast away any Gales. <laughs> By the way, you'll have to edit out. I said Gaston Blails. <laughs> not editing anything. So. <laughs> That happened. Please, Brittany. We're not sorry. blasting gales. Oh my. We are gale blasting. Um, so wind flows from my hands. It whirls around me in a five-foot emanation. Uh, each creature takes bludgeoning damage um, with my spellcasting ability modifier. And then I took uh, Tanglefoot, Ooh. which is on critical success, uh, the target gains immobilized condition um, and a Looks like a circumstance penalty to its speed. So Sweet. a vine, basically a sap covered sticky vine appears from the air and um, attaches itself to my victims. Sweet. So that's one. That's good. And then protector tree. Mm. Uh, so that's different from summoning a plant. It just grows in an unoccupied square. Uh, it has an AC of 10. Let's see. Whenever an ally adjacent to the tree is hit by a strike, the tree interposes its branches and takes the damage instead. Awesome. So that's, that's rad. Yeah, mm-hmm. protector tree. Because we got to be creative with, because we're not really tanky. Yeah. So we got to so be creative with this be stuff. Cr- exactly. That's cool. Does the tree have a mustache? <laughs> it is can. his name? Does he have a beard? Is it, yeah. <laughs> Is it tree beard? Tree. <laughs> I was going for deco tree, but oh, that's that's pretty yeah. cool. But mine's better. <laughs> Let's go to Duval next. Let's do it. I went shopping uh, for Kairos, and so got a bunch of new spells and things. Picked up Produced Flame. Ooh, this sounds um, cool. You pretty much are SoundCloud rapper, and you produce good music. <laughs> what? No, a small ball of flame appears Possibly in the palm expensive. of your hand, and you lash out either in a melee or at range. So I really like that part. Oh. Make a spell attack rolled against your target AC. Um, so that's one of the things I got. And that's then, cool. What's what's the damage on that? The damage? Oh, it's a lot of damage. It's like all the damage. It's all the damage. So it's 1d4 plus 2 fire damage. So it's specific fire damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's helpful and then for I picked, cockroach swarms. I picked up Puff of Poison. Yeah. 
Puff of poison, you ex- exhale a shimmering cloud of toxic breath at your enemy at your enemy's Gross. face. That's going to be a good power word. The target. Yeah. The target takes poison damage equal to your spellcasting modifier and two persistent poison damage, depending on its fortitude save. Cool. Yeah. And then I picked up some oracle spells. We got uh, days. Yep. Right. Of our lives. That's an interest. No, D-A-Z-E. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you cloud the target's mind and daze it with a mental jolt. The jolt, cool. the jolt deals mental damage equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. The target must attempt a basic will save. If the target critically fails to save, it is also stunned one. Um, I got this thinking about all of you. This is Forbidding Ward. You ward an ally against the attacks and hostile spells from the target enemy. The target ally gained one plus status bonus to armor class and saving nice. throws against the target's enemy attack spells and other effects. That's pretty Sweet. dope. Right? And I thought of y'all for one more thing. My last one. Well, I got two more. This one is stabilized. A positive energy shuts death's door. GM. The target, <laughs> the target loses the dying condition. I'm death's door. Ooh, nice. Though, though it remains unconscious, unconscious at zero hit so points. So it's like a free uh, hero point. Yeah. Yes, yeah. in a sense, yeah. And finally, to and round it out, yeah, it's a cantrip. That's a cantrip. Yes, it is. That's unlimited uses per day. I know. Everyone, I know. Die as much as you want. And Nothing <laughs> will happen. I'm sure. Finally, yeah, right. ray of enfeeblement. A ray with the power to sap a foe's strength flashes from your hand. Ooh. Attempt a rain spell attack against a target. If you succeed, that creature attempts a fortitude save in order to determine the spell's effect. If you critically succeed on your attack roll. Use the outcome for one degree of success worse than the result of its save. That's pretty yeah, cool. But if it's a if you critically fail against that, the target becomes uh, enfeeble three. Yeah. That's minus three to your strength. That's huge. That's mm-hmm. super cool. Not to be Don't confused fail. with Ray of Empowerment, which is just Greg's gym training name. <laughs> wow. Hey, Ray. I'll, I'll What's, take it. What's up, Ray? I'll take it. <laughs> Well, uh, before you tell us, oh, thank you, I appreciate that. Before uh, Greg goes into how Darnayru may or may not have changed, uh, that sounded like a lot, and there's a reason. Uh, yeah. Duval and I had a conversation kind of off air, and his character creation, I, I didn't aid him as well as I should have in building up his character, and so I, helped, I allowed him to retrain any spell that he felt didn't fit with his true like character's goals. I only, I only, cool. only remove one. It was just one. It right? was Mage Hand. Yeah. Or, or it was Gouging, it was gouging claw. claw. It was okay. Claw, okay. only one, one that I moved. Hmm. So normally retraining is something that takes a week over downtime, and, mm-hmm. and there's a mechanic for it. But since this was something that I felt was an oversight on my part, I yeah. said, hey, let's just do it for free. And you're, and you're being really hard on yourself. Uh, well, it, you was a, it was a melee attack that didn't really suit what I'm, how I'm trying to use my character. It didn't make sense with any other part of your character. Right. Yeah. My job as GM is to support and yes and. He wants to feel better when he kills your character. Exactly. He's like, well, I gave you every opportunity to shine. That's right. You did. snuffed out your light anyway. So Darnayru went on a little trip. Yeah, he did. A big trip. A little brain trip. Yeah. And the eagle-eared, eagle-eared? Sure. Listener probably is like, how come all these characters have dual classes except Darnayru? Well, that was something that old Gregory and I... Schnarr, schnarr. Little something, something on the side. A little, little, little secret action behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you... It's getting real weird on that side of this room. <laughs> tell us, Darnayru. 
Yeah. So I had uh, my main classes. Everyone knows is a rogue. So I've been like Heidi, Heidi, stabby, stabby. Um, but what we did is my dual class is actually a psychic. And so, what? yes. So what we're because I I've always been like, I want to be able to essentially have this debuff kind of element to my character where I'm disrupting the enemy's ability to do what they want to do freely. So um, I thought uh, after some conversation and, and research thought that the psychic was one of a, a, the best option for that. So I've basically, um, I don't think I've been hamstrung at all, but now I'm, I'm feeling a lot more versatile in battle. So I took uh, some similar um, cantrips like days as well, uh, but, but some of mine are like a forbidden thought is an example of a cantrip that a cantrip that I have. You place a I have psychic. Lots of those. <laughs> <laughs> I would advise you to stop. Talking. Right. Oh. <laughs> or we'll have to edit my, all of this my, out. My, my bad. <laughs> um, but no, it says you place a psychic lock on uh, in a foe's mind that prevents it from a specific action. Choose strike, stride, or cast a spell or a specific action you oh, know to the awesome. creature to have, such as breath weapon against the dragon, yada, yada, yada. Um, if the creature attempts that action on its next turn, it must uh, surmount your lock to do so, causing it to take 1d6 mental damage plus your spellcasting ability modifier. It's a will save wow. against that. So um, it's, it's pretty cool to be able to do mind-affecting things that kind of mess with uh, our dear GM's ability to hurt us. It's pretty neat. Yeah, um, but then I have things like uh, Phantom Pain and Agitate. Those are two things Ooh. I'm excited to do. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take that toy away from you. <laughs> you always say that, but you love it. I do love it. Agitate so is actually a, a level one spell, and it makes me excited because uh, you send the target's mind and body into overdrive, forcing it to become restless and hyperactive. During the duration, the target must stride, fly, or swim at least once each turn or take 2d8 mental damage what? that turn. Yeah. Wow. They got to move around. And then depending on your will save roll is how long it lasts. And if you critically fail, brother, hmm. that's yeah. four rounds. What's the name of the spell? Toddler? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's three years old is what it's called. <laughs> Three-year-old? They have yeah. to run around, and if they stop, they die. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool because it, it, if they're standing next to us, then they have to move, essentially, hmm. um, which that's is cool. Or, or take the 2d8 damage, which could be detrimental depending on their state of health. That's incredible. Wow. So um, there's a couple other th cool things um, in there for the – the uh, psychic side of things. And then for the rogue side of things, I took, uh, I took, it's called twin faint. And this is, I'm kind of excited about, cause I'm going to mess around with the idea of being a dual wielding rogue where, uh, so twin faint says, if you are, uh, or I'll just say it this way, you make a dazzling series of attacks with both weapons using your first attack to throw your foe off guard against your second attack at a different angle make one strike with each of your two melee weapons both against the same target the target is automatically flat-footed against your second attack so what this does is i can move into place do these two attacks and the second one without having to use my tumble behind you guys mm. are familiar with that okay. um, so what i can do is if i'm next to a target i can tumble behind them to make them flat-footed and then attack twice and they're automatically flat foot against both of those attacks which lets me roll my sneak attack damage and then you Granola. break into their mind and snar, give snar. Them scary right thoughts. so hopefully i've already broken into their mind from standing next that's to them insane. but you know all right that's amazing yeah so there's some cool stuff like that that, that i'm excited is, about that is pretty cool yay and there's other stuff that'll come out as i use it all right, uh, Brittany, wake up. I'm awake. She went into a granola coma for a second there. That was pretty granola-y. <laughs> I got excited about it because I like Nature Valley. I know, and I absolutely Ugh. love that. I mean, <laughs> have you guys ever played a game that yeah. dives so deep into the nuanced, like, combat of the mind? Mm, Tetris. Yeah? <laughs> 
Tetris? What? Nuanced combat of the mind. Absolutely. I don't uh, understand you sometimes. <laughs> Fantastic. That's scratch. That's scratch. Listen, Movie that's what we should Tetris. quit playing Pathfinder and just sit in the office and play Tetris. Tetris scratches my itch to like organize everything. Yes. It's awesome. God, I thought that was going to keep going. <laughs> Don't tempt him, it will. I know, I know. All right. Pathfinder is a role-playing game. Let's play some role-playing, shall we? Okay. So uh, you guys arrive at the Bullet and Barrel Saloon. Yeah. B and B And then you see uh, the proprietor of said saloon, Miss Phoebe Dunsmith, and she calls out to you as you you walk in the door with a kind of a stumbling, fumbling Darnayru who's a little bit, uh, maybe a little confused, maybe a little wiped out, but everybody's probably pretty tired yeah and she says i are welcome into the bullet and battle saloon go ahead and uh grab yourselves a table and they'll be right with you and as she finishes her sentences she kind of motions subtly to the to the back room ah. mm-hmm. so you guys uh head on into the back room and wait for phoebe i'm stumbling my way yeah. back there <laughs> kind of drunkenly stuperingly stuperingly yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't find the right word, so I'm gonna make it up. I like it. There it is. So, uh, yeah. After a few seconds, uh, Phoebe comes through a like the curtain that blocks off the the private back room, and she says, "Oh, well, you made it back." I was a little worried because it took you a little bit longer than I thought it would. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's so great to see you. Everyone's alive and healthy. And you, uh, did I say you look a little stronger than before? We are definitely stronger. We were tested mightily in this advent endeavor. Well, sh- uh, show me the goods then, I suppose. Also, all right. So you guys bust out the Balnor. bag of holding? Yeah, I think we all just yep, stare well, at Balnor. <laughs> yeah, we did all just stare at Jordan. <laughs> and he's like on, I don't know what he's oh, doing, yeah, shopping on dream. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, that's what he's doing. On his hand. Reading. All right, he, Balnor. <laughs> he broke open the chest and he's shopping on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Balnor removes the bag of holding, places it on the ground uh, in the middle of the group, and uh, opens it up. All right, you guys and heft out the box from inside the bag of holding. Luton flies inside. And <laughs> she says, this is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like in Zelda. It's dangerous to go alone. Here, take, take this. this. <laughs> hey. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> you got him started. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Can you blame me? He literally has a Triforce tattooed on his Can body. You blame me? For sure he does. <laughs> so she says, oh, this is great. This is exactly the thing that I needed. The whole lockbox. We uh, weren't able to get it open, I see. Oh, that, that's all right. I should, be able, I should be able to uh, to crack right into this. And she starts going after the lock with a, a set of lock picks that were on her belt. That's cool. So she's going after it. We're watching her yep, open this thing wa- up. Watching her and... and did you run into any trouble? Oh, who wants to explain this? <laughs> who wants to explain Someone. it? <laughs> Someone jump in and explain it. Um, we, we met several characters along our way. Trouble found us. Let's see, and Balnor would say, we unfortunately had a unpleasant interaction with a bank manager who might have seen a few of our faces. Hey, didn't you use the hats I gave you? <laughs> I believe you forgot to give them to us. Uh, no, no, they were pinned to the back door because I knew that was the path you'd take to get in. I remember. I distinctly remember that from like episode two. <laughs> 
in all the excitement, uh, a few of us forgot to put them on. Do not lie. I'm an idiot and I forgot <laughs> to put it on. <laughs> it, well, it's all right. You can lay low here for a couple of days while it blows over. While, while she's kind of tinkering with this uh, lock, uh, Darnayru is going to say, we over... Oh, no, I didn't see it. Can someone ask about Loveless talking about Cattleby, Gattleby? Because I was asleep during that part, I just realized. When, um, we, were, when we were in the, in the sewers... Yeah. Because I take notes. We heard Loveless talking to Gattleby oh. saying, like, five days, we're planting evidence. Con- contract should, to yeah, forge yeah, evidence. I'm, follow, I'm following you now. I'm following you now. Can someone um, ask about that? Because I just realized Darnayru was in his little trip. Yeah. Um, Balnor, Balnor will say, does the name Gattleby mean anything to you? We overheard Angelique Loveless discussing his name and talking about forging documents. So at, at mention of the name Gattleby... She raises her eyebrows and stops tinkering with the lock. Oh, keep, for, keep opening it we for a money. couple seconds, and then goes right back to work. She says, "Angelique Loveless, you see, she's on to Gattleby. Well, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Perception check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you he's, gonna roll? He's finding oh. his dice. <laughs> that's a uh, twelve. A twelve total. Yep. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't necessarily trying to hide uh she knows something somebody do diplomacy yeah i'll, I'll do a diplomacy well, you guys could just keep talking to her oh, okay uh okay darnaru says you seem to uh recognize this name can you tell us more about who this individual is well of course vashon gattleby that's the person you're talking about or loveless was talking about and uh he's an alchemist uh, one of high import here in the city of Alkenstar. He's an alchemist. What uh, is he working on? Well, you may or may not have heard over the last couple of weeks that you've been here, but he's working on a formula. It's called Pyronite. And honestly, I need to talk to you about it a little bit more. But first, I'd like to get into this box. Yes, uh, please, please. Is there anything Besides, we can do I, to I help you? I owe you some money, don't I? I like, you yeah, do, I, yeah. Don't worry, I had not forgotten about this. <laughs> you guys can continue to ask her other questions. I think some we there are there are a lot of questions. So go ahead, just fire them off. We as soon as we showed up here, uh, Luton and I, we were immediately being called smugglers. Can you please tell us? Like, has Are there you, been word around? Who was calling you that? Uh, Loveless. <laughs> Angelique Loveless, again, she's a cold-blooded killer, firmly embedded in Ambrose Moglant's pockets. She's one of his favorite assassins, not just a shield marshal. She's got the law on her side, and she's a crack shot, but she's as dirty as they come. So she just lies about everything. Well, I need to reveal a few things for you. And as she says that, she pops open the lock. Sweet. Money! (laughs) This is fantastic. And she reaches into the lockbox and pulls out uh, 100 gold pieces. The the 25 that she promised to pay each of you, which was 10% each of the haul, because there's 250 gold pieces inside. Sweet. And she gives you all uh, 25 gold pieces. So 100 gold pieces total. 100 gold pieces, adding it. Uh, And it's... I'm going to need those hats back as well. Oh, boo. I actually want to keep it. I mean, but uh, they were just on temporary loan. If you'd like to keep it, I can sell it to you for a discount. I don't need it that much. <laughs> All right. 15 gold pieces if you change your mind for me. Or you can try your hand at the local store. But buying disguises is typically frowned upon. We should buy these. I was. I kind of want to as well. We can, are in hiding. Um, I, I feel like they'd be useful in the future. Can 60 um, bucks. Can we negotiate? 
Sure. I would you like can to. always negotiate. Um, uh, what about uh, mechanically? Do I have to roll to negotiate? You need or to roll a, a, a persuasion. So persuasion a diplomacy check. check. Okay. Yeah. Just take her on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told you how lovely you look. <laughs> wow, roll. You look <laughs> wonderful tonight. 18 Ooh. plus 4, 22. All right. She set your price. All right, fine. I'll come down a little bit. It's like 12 gold pieces each instead of 15. That's fair. They're normally 30, you cheap skates. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take 12 and not overstay our welcome. <laughs> Push it. So just okay. deduct 48 gold out of the old community pot there. All right. Well, unless Darnayru doesn't want one. I mean, my face is probably already plastered on wanted signs all over the city. That's why I'm hesitating to even <laughs> need all, it. That's exactly why you need it, though. Yeah. Okay, good point. All right. You, uh, so how much is that? You said 48? You said, yeah, 48. Smugglers, you said. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That was what she called you. She did. Well... I'm going to tip my hand since you did this job for me, and I owe you some information. That was the deal we made as well. Yes. The two of you, and she points at Darnayru and Luton, you're hired by the Pathfinder Society, right? That's right. That is correct. So, um, as she says that, Dunsmith swirls the dregs of whiskey around in a glass that she had. She downs a drink and stands up. Then she unholsters a shotgun from her back. And one fluid motion sets the firearm on the bar counter. Well, now, before we get into all this, I certainly have a lot of dirt on all of you now, don't I? Bank robbery, evading oh, the law. my gosh. Shut your Quite mouth. a rap sheet. I guess this means I should tell you something about me. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Listen, I thought that was going in a I, different I, direction. I and she gives you a kind of a sly wink. Okay. She cool. You Phoebe cool. Scoundrel. Oh, I'm not just a saloon otter. Uh, uh, excuse me. I've had a saloon otter. I've had a glass of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just a saloon owner. For starters, she removes her holster and sets it on the bar next to her shotgun. In fact, I work for a very powerful person, someone you're no doubt familiar with. She puts one hand inside of her vest and palms something and extends her closed hand. It's a small signet ring that exhibits the distinctive symbol of the Grand Duchy of Alkenstar. Those Grand Duchess Trieteresia ring a bell. Yeah, I thought so. And any of you who have been in town are like, oh, that's like the queen of yeah. Alkenstar. Yeah. Can we have Gomax spell that for us? Uh, <laughs> that would be Trieteresia. T-R-I-E-T-T-A-R-I-C-I-A. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Gomax. Oh, hey, I'm going back to Scrapyard now. Bye. <laughs> Dunsmith can hardly contain her smirk as she name drops, uh, enthralled with her own theatrics. What this means, she says, drawing out the words, since you work for me, you're actually working for the Grand Duchess. And she laughs. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) Her cool facade finally cracking. And then she slips the ring back into her pocket. Are you surprised? Trust me, it's good to have friends in high places. Besides, now that we're all formally acquainted, it's about time the real fun began, don't you think? You see, I hired you from the Pathfinder Society, the two of you, because oh. this is a four-person job. Robbing the bank, these two, while crafty and ingenious, would not be able to do it successfully without a full-size crew. And the Duchess suggested that she call in some favors and get some folks from the Pathfinder Society to come down. Now, under the guise of investigating a certain weapon, uh-huh. all that just happens to be Old Vashon Gattleby's Pyronite. Okay. Mr. Gattleby is quite an important figure. And if 
Mogland has plans for him through that blunt instrument, Angelique Loveless, then we need to get to him first. Mm. Was there anything she said that might tip her hand on what her plan is? Luton, I was asleep. Luton, heard, <laughs> Luton got all the days and times and uh, whatnots. She said that within five days' time. Five days? All right. And they, we, had some, they had some evidence they wanted to plan, plan on him or something like that. Yes. Okay, that's great. Yeah. You know, this is her whole game. So when the two of you arrived to town, Luton and Darnayru, she accused you of a bunch of trumped-up nonsense, yeah? Yes, it was obnoxious. Wow. That worries me, because no one was supposed to know of your arrival. But upon <gasps> gaining entry into the city, you already have the most corrupt shield marshal trying to bring you down. Makes me think that maybe Muglin knows that the Pathfinder Society was coming to the aid of the Duchess. The spy? Perhaps. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Is, uh, Balnor asked, do you, do you think, think you could, could have a double agent in your organization? Could be me, or it could be the Pathfinder Society, who tipped off a corrupt sheriff down in Alkenstar. Hmm. The truth is, I don't know, but I think we all need to play our cards close to the chest, eh? I agree wholeheartedly. Does Muglin uh, know about Gattleby's um, progress in this pyronite? So I'm going to do a little bit more exposition here. Good question. And it triggers something here. So Phoebe paces around the bullet Nailed barrel. Nailed <laughs> Minus one hero point for that. Oh, uh, I started my exposition. Don't get cocky. <laughs> Phoebe Dunsmith paces around the bullet and barrel's back room as she talks. She's animated and enthusiastic, clearly firing on all cylinders here and still reveling in the success of the gold tank reserve heist. I should have done my... <laughs> My warm-ups. Red leather, yellow ah, leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Miami, Boston, Chicago. You need, you need. <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one from again? Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. For this next job, Dunsmith says, the Duchess has asked us to secure some very precious cargo. It turns out that precious cargo is Vashon Gatleby himself. She slides a poster across the table to you, and on the poster is an advertisement, Vashon Gatleby's Pyronite Exposition at Blythier College. I hope I'm saying that wrong. Yeah. Right. You're saying it wrong. I had a buddy went there. Yeah. He was. Sloan Kettering. From I Felt a Thigh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He was part of that. Tapakaganida? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. The, 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 the fraternities. The fraternities, yeah. yeah. The poster includes um, includes this print of a man in his, you know, 50s. And I'm showing you guys all the front oh. cover of the uh, Adventure Pass. He looks like the that's guy what he from, looks like. Uh, Back oh. to the Future. He does. He's he looks got like a little Lloyd. bit of a Doc Shorter Doc Brown vibe. Christopher Lloyd in yeah. his prime. He's blonde instead of white haired, but. It's no, from Back to the Future yeah. 3. So clockwork. Yeah. Like a clockwork Doc West. Brown. Yeah. 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 I'm sure you've all heard of Gatleby and his pyronite, yeah? The talk of the town ever since he's leveled half of Blythier's largest auditorium. Well, Gatleby's invention has gotten him a lot of admirers recently. Everyone in Alkenstar wants a piece of the man, or at least a piece of his new invention. Mm-hmm. An explosive cocktail, or a weapon, in some hands. Well, thankfully mm-hmm. for us, Gatleby's turned down everyone who's offered to hire him. Uh, excuse me, I can't read either. <laughs> he's turned down everyone who's offered to hire him on or buy the pyronite formula from him he's been able to hold off 
his prospectors from the safety of his own home so far. But he can't hold down that puny brick and mortar fortress forever. Fortunately, a grand duchess and I have managed to convince Gatleby that he'll be better off in here, in the saloon's workshop, where no one will know his location. He's game. Mm. We've had conversations with him. Did I just... Yeah, you went loveless on us. loveless. <laughs> Jumped in. How'd she get here? I thought oh. I was Christopher Walken <laughs> coming in for a second. <laughs> you are the double agents. Phoebe yeah. pulls the mask out of the <laughs> I told you I would kill you all. And I would have gotten away with it. And your little cat. Dog, too. Your little ferret. <laughs> your little ferret. <laughs> we just need a way to get him from point A to point B. Okay. That's where you come in. I need you to meet Gattleby at his home on the other side of the city and bring him back to the Bolt and Barrel. Once he's here, I can keep him safe. Simple enough job, yeah? Hmm. Well, go get Gattleby and bring him back here. Fifty gold each. Okay, oh, that's that was, the price. That was what I was going to ask. That's oh, great. Uh, that's right. And as part of our arrangement, Gattleby made us promise that he'd be able to make a stop on the way mm. near the Ironside Quarter, some abandoned brewery. Yummy. I have Here. no idea why, but that's the deal. Stop at the place called the Yeast of All Brewery once you've got Gattleby. Besides, it might be a good place to lay low and catch your breath in case you run into any trouble. So, like Luton said, we have five days to get this done. Angelique Loveless is out there hunting for the same game. I suggest you scout your route. It will be a good idea to be able to duck in and out of the alleys and streets of Alkenstar, but you need to know which ones are safe and which ones aren't. Lastly... She removes a cameo brooch from her vest Ow. and hands it over to you. From her vest, not her skin. This is a cameo. It's a type of pin. I understand. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> she hands it to you, and she says, show him this. He'll recognize it, and he'll know that you come from me. Oh. Now, <laughs> any questions? Oh, goodness. Could you repeat yeah. all that, please? <laughs> I can give you the details yeah. off air. Details off air, please. Ky- Kairos looks over and says, Tell us more about these alleys and uh, preferred routes. Well, you have five days or four days, however long you take to do it, to scout your route to escape with Vashon Gattleby. The man has holed himself up in his house, and he's an inventor. So I suggest you use caution. But you need mm. to get him back here, when you, which means you need to take him through the streets, yeah. crawling with shield marshals. Right. Mm-hmm. You, I suggest you plan your route. So, booby, like, booby-trapped. Sure, we can check for traps. Yeah. Did, did you say that his home is in the Ironside District? It is. Okay. And I will, um, she also will hand you a map of Alkenstar. And if you guys want to go over to roll 20, I have a map of Alkenstar up. There it is. And you can see a little little dot that says Gattleby's house right there. Yep. Which is on the north side of the smoke side. Okay, he's not too far away from yeah, the bullet, the bullet and barrel, barrel saloons, barrel and bullet. Barrel, bullet, bullet and barrel, over here on what the kind of the southeast side of the, of Smokeside. Okay. So you have to go across Smokeside, which is the the low town of Alkenstar, right? And looking at the map, you see all these twisting, winding buildings upon buildings and alleys, and then also there's some main streets. So when Phoebe suggests that you scout your route when once we get out of this sort of mini exploration mode that you're in we'll go into downtime mode and any of you can use your downtime to try to do some recon okay and give yourselves some added success because you need to get him across town alive Mm -hmm. while also stopping at the yeast of all brewery which is not shown on the map but it's 
it's on the route. It's okay. on the way in. So. Can you tell us where? Right My there. guess is, oh, I was going to guess that's a not on. That's not there okay. It is. I see it, it's on the way, but. Yeah, it's on the way. Not the way I would. You'll need to. You'll just need to include it in the. He's route. just going to make yeah. us stop yeah. there. On right. the way, we have to. Part right. of the deal. On the way back with him. Okay. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Luton has two questions. First of all, what is the purpose of the stop at the brewery? I, uh, I would love to know that myself because I think it's utterly ridiculous. We're trying to rescue the men from assailants and ne'er-do-wells who are banging, literally banging down his door, trying to steal his formula. And he says, oh, I want to stop at this brewery. <laughs> ridiculous. Perhaps Ch- an ingredient. Perhaps. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> just needs to take is a there any off. way we could use an extra disguise on him? Oh. <gasps> Great, I, great question. Yeah, that is a great question, and the answer is yes. You have to purchase it for you, 12, that's fire. twelve that's, gold. Do you guys brilliant. think yes that it would work? I think it'd be worth. I it. think it's the best idea we've had all season in this <laughs> Good game. Good job. <laughs> so um, here, a couple things. You gain one preparation point for doing that. Nice. Ooh, Ooh. and a preparation. Brittany point. gains a hero point. Yeah, yeah she does. Whoa. That was great. Thank you. Yeah, that was. Clever. Is a preparation point like preparation H? How does that work? Well, <laughs> apply generously. Where you put it? It, <laughs> is. it is exactly like preparation H. Oh, great. You have Ooh. to apply it properly. Ooh. Mm. Now, what, there is a little mini game built into this campaign. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where, where are we going if with you this? Can, if you I can love gain enough preparation points while pre- uh, to prepare your route to uh-huh. escape with Gattleby, it can um, make or break your escape. So like knowing you're planning your route is going to be, yeah. okay. That's why I wanted to use that bridge. That's yeah. why when he said that we had to go back. Yeah. So there's the a fun little secret. That's a great game. I love this. Into this. And um, thinking of using a disguise on Gattleby, I'm going to award one prep point for that. Cause that's brilliant. Yeah. Cool. So you're keeping track of the prep points. So I we am. don't have to. Awesome. All right. Do we have any other questions for Phoebe? You said you had two. The first one, one was, uh, if she had any, any idea why he needed to stop, but it sounds like she doesn't. Mm. She doesn't. So, okay. My guess is he doesn't have all the ingredients and he needs one from there. Or he's spreading around the city and oh, he just yeah. needs his stuff. Perhaps. Well, the person he loves is there and they got to say bye. That could be it too. I totally <laughs> don't know. Balnor will ask him, Miss Dunsmith, do you know anything about Gattleby as far as what we can expect from behaviors or tendencies to act? Well, the man has spent his life's work trying to blow things up. Mm. Take what you will from that. <laughs> so he's erratic. I'd say that's a fair assessment, yeah. Uh, not okay. that there aren't scores of people in this town who've spent their lives trying to blow things up. <laughs> but Gettleby's Pyronite exhibition, it blew the vault door off Blathier College. Perhaps you don't recall the information... <laughs> But in the I remember very well in the um, uh, player's guide for the Outlaws of Alconstar, it talks Mm -hmm. about this event and this uh, Vashon Gattleby has like a uh, like kind of like Iron Man's whole thing that he does in Iron Man Two, the like expo, right? Mm -hmm. A technology expo, and he hosts it at the college. That's what this poster that she slid across the table for you. Well, he sets up a demonstration of his new pyronite. Uh, formula and the explosion literally blows the whole front end of the college <laughs> wide open right and nearly kills like a bunch of people 
this massive iron door goes flying across the courtyard and like embeds itself in a tree. And it was just a small, it was a drop. Whoa. Okay. So that's why this is significant. So is Muglin's uh, reason for coming after Gattleby is just to steal his formula to use it for Ilgains? What is the great mystery, Mr. Darnayru? Because I don't know. Mm. And it's the one thing I tell you. I'm a pretty jolly person, but that makes me wink a couple times before I fall asleep at night if you get what I'm saying. I don't like it. We cannot allow this to fall into Muglin's hands. He's the biggest criminal in this whole city, and he wants massive explosives. Robbing his bank, how much did that hurt his enterprise? Uh, probably not that much. Nah, uh, but honestly, it was a test. Make me make me feel a little better about what we did. <laughs> you crippled this a whole organization. Ah. You'll never financially recover from this. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> uh, if you guys do you have any more questions, we're we going to start scouting this thing. All right, so we're going to go into downtime mode. Downtime. Sweet. So anybody who wants to do any scouting, let me know, and we can kind of play with that. And you, you guys have the opportunity during downtime mode to shop for new gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much gold yeah. does the group have? You also have the ability to do some crafting. I heard um, Balnor say that he is now an expert in crafting. Right. Okay. Yes. Yep. So if you get your hands on like a new weapon and you want to use one of your uh, runes there, Darnayru. I do. Uh, Balnor can successfully uh, remove etched runes from equipment and then put it on new stuff. So that's what one of the... What are you buying? What are you buying? <laughs> when I say that that, that is an incredible upgrade to the Pathfinder item system, I mean, I, there's not enough words to say how wonderful this is because it allows you to... Take your magical like upgrades with you and change your, your character's weapons for however mm-hmm. you want. Yeah, it's so wonderful and fluid, and really is the secret for a martial character to stay relevant as the spellcasters turn into walking, you know, warheads like sure. teeny wings over there. <laughs> um, you're in order for your knife wielding or bullet shooting character to stay relevant they have to like magically enchant their weapons right or you just have a character who magically enchants his own weapons right wink wink so uh so also a great opportunity for you guys to talk amongst yourselves so if you um i've been forcing you all to keep your backgrounds secret from each other yeah Uh, so if you do have questions for each other as you've had a chance to sort of you go you've gone gone through this like horrifying event yeah you You fought a booger elemental it almost killed you yeah you Uh launched a metal brick into the sky and wiped out an entire civilization with it. It's great. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) perhaps the teachings of Shamfala will uh, be renewed at some point. We are the disciples now. You guys have to to spread the message. There it is. (laughs) You you wiped out an entire pack of mutated gnolls. You made some gobbo friends. Gobbo friends. I love those guys. Yeah, so there's been been some things. Um, Gomak. You met Gomak. Best friend and BFF. and uh, <laughs> now apparently my infinity NPC that yep, I forever. Forever. Yes. Great. <laughs> That's exactly what website. I wanted. I'm tr- I'm tr- I, I did build a character sheet for Gomak and I put him up on the list. Yes. He's a he's a goblin inventor. That's what yeah. I decided to go with. That's perfect. Yeah. That makes sense. So if you want to take Gomak out of um, our world and play him in yours, then please uh, <laughs> Somewhere hidden on our website is the <laughs> <Yeah>. secret GM page. <laughs> it's out there. 
Return of there Gomak. There is a hidden Return not, of Gomak. Gomak. Not just not just is Gomak. That true? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Easter oh, eggs. Nikki, Nikki. <laughs> it ain't even Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Did, uh, did we buy that fifth mask? We did. So or we're sitting on 66 say? gold piece, uh, 66 gold and 56 silver. Wait, did we need to buy that? This you is wanted, her mission. Yeah, we She should we give had it to, to us. No, it's, you're, you guys are in charge of it, and she's going to give you 50 gold pieces each upon success. Upon success. Okay, so it's like an right. investment. All right. right. If you don't want to do it, you can just no, do something else. Alive I'm or dead? We no, you need to bring it back alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just got to ask. Ba- Balnor's a bounty hunter, so... <laughs> yes, he is. It doesn't matter to him. <laughs> <laughs> right. How much coin? Yeah. So, so we're just uh, kind of sitting around yeah. hanging out, and um, Kairos looks over at you to Dar Nairu and Luton and says, What a journey so far. How do the two of you know each other? Mm. This is a uh, we we actually just showed up at the the summons to um, the Pathfinder Society. So we saw it and both answered the summons, and that is actually where we met for the, for the first time. Yes, and then we traveled here together, and that's where you guys saved us, which uh, we are great, very grateful for. Um, Balnor will uh, turn to Darnayru and say, uh, uh, "How, how are, are you feeling feel after your recent episode?" Yeah. Well, can you tell us anything about what happened? Mm. There is actually a voice inside my head. Uh, I have no idea how long I was asleep for. You guys will have to tell me that. Uh, but there is a voice inside of my head who has called me to a, a higher purpose, they said. I have no idea who that is. Uh, but I have a feeling that it's going to influence greatly uh, my own personal path as i move forward yeah that's pretty cool because you guys haven't seen his psychic powers he doesn't even maybe not even really know that they are happening right. yet are they going to manifest in combat oh <laughs> so cool like we did all the crunch and the rules and all that crazy yeah. stuff but it's still kind of a mystery yeah what is very interesting to me is my talisman started to glow and i have no idea why but as i grabbed it i felt it burning in my hand and i could not let it go and then everything went black Kairos looks up at the sky and then looks at Darnayru and says, I sense great power within you. <laughs> I, I, feel very, uh, I feel much more powerful as well. So I think you may be seeing this manifestation of what is inside. Big words. Uh, Luton turns to uh, Kairos and says, uh, How did you meet Balnor? Or how did you hire Balnor? The... Cyborg is under my employ. Cyborg. I'm on a quest. Uh, I'm on a quest of great importance. That's all I must say right now. We are your new best friends. And you cannot tell us your secrets? (laughs) They are not secrets. They are are cherished truths of a a path that only I can walk. I uh, met... I met uh, Balnor. I, I hired him because I need protection on the journey. I'm I'm looking for something and someone. Hmm. Balnor will say, oh, I can tell you what you want to know. <laughs> Honesty, one hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> Deception zero. <laughs> do Do you expect to find this person on uh, here in Alkenstar? I do not, but our journey led us here and saw you in your peril, and I believe that uh, our journey and your journeys are now combined. Ooh. 
our destinies have crossed for sure. Indeed. Indeed. So on this Pattern, huh? <laughs> okay, okay. I would like to go shopping. Okay, we can do that. Let's go, go shopping. Shopping. <laughs> Let's go shopping. Does everyone listening at home want to hear us go shopping? Didn't no, think so, they but don't. We'll take care of that. Right. We can, shop we can shop not on air. What did you shop before? Where's the store? Are we doing this now? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Okay. Um, so what I kind of wanted to do is, uh, Dar Nairu wants to start scouting some stuff, but okay. I wanted to go with someone and then talk on the way. Sure. Kind of, that's what I was kind of thinking because I'm going to do two. the party. Classic Greg. <laughs> well, we could all go, but I figure four people trying to dodge, dip, no, dodge, during duck. downtime, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> you gotta, if you can dodge a wrench, you, <laughs> you can, can dodge, dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah. You can dodge a clockwork handler. Five rules to dodge ball. You gotta be able to dodge, du- <laughs> dive, and dodge. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, so I want to be looking, uh, trying to find obviously the, the right path, but as we're yeah, doing well, do that, you have a particular skill that you'd like to employ to, to um, I was searching up the exploration modes cause I forgot what they were. Do you have them handy? Cause there's, well, this isn't exploration. Oh, this is downtime. That's downtime. right. Uh, you can use athletics, perception, society, survival. If you have Alkenstar lore, um, that's a usable thing. So any of those skills, Underworld lore. I, I was going to say, I'd like to do underworld that lore. That might help. Yeah. Mm. I'll Just because it's a little CD. I'll allow underworld lore, but you have to spend about you know half of a day. Remember, you're limited on the number of days. So right. We, if we do the quick math, you have four days. On the fifth day, you got to go get Gattleby. You can always yeah. go sooner, but the more that you prepare, the better you know, the success that you'll have and you know, perhaps more information and things like that. So if that's what Darnayru would like to do, Yes, sorry. Go ahead, babe. I heard, oh, no, go I ahead. heard your question, Hatch. <laughs> I'll wait. Okay. Uh, just roll on one of those skills, whichever is your best, and I will uh, let you know what your success is. <laughs> that hit the edge of the box on the way in, but it landed on a one plus an eight, so it's a nine. All right. You, unfortunately, are unable to f- discover any useful information this first half of the day. Dang it. But Did anyone go with me and they can roll? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Luton will, will roll. Um, Did she go with Darnayru? Yes. Cool. Cool. I feel like we're going together most places. So, Heck yeah. Kiki's. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Society? Secrets over are you, here. Are you sad because you don't get to hang out with the kitties? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. All right. Yeah, uh, you can roll a society. Roll for society. Go. Okay. I'll get over it. I have plus six to society. Ooh, 18. Nice. Hey. Uh, so you that's a total of 24? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. That is a success. Sweet. So as you're scouting around and... Uh, you and Darnayru kind of climb up to a good vantage point. You see uh, the approach to the Bullet and Barrel Saloon. You're scouting it out. Um, and you make your way over to Gattleby's house. Okay? So you're just sort of walking the route. Yeah, and not we, approaching because I don't want to right. trip any traps. You get into the neighborhood. You go to the address that Phoebe gave you, and you can see the house. But you're not in the house. And what you see is a house that sits away from the road. And there's a yard in front of the house, which is overgrown with uh, sedum, which is a type of like sticky, bushy flower. Okay. Um, There's a small shed that sits in front of the house. It's like 20 foot wide by 15 foot high or tall or wide. High. I don't know. You know, bird's eye view, 25 (laughs) by 15. Uh, You know, we call that plan view. Anyway. Okay. Nerd. Engineer talk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
I'll allow you to do a nature check if you'd like on the plants. Yeah. Since oh, you guys uh, have gained now a second preparation point. Hey. I want to roll a nature check as well. All right, go ahead, both of you. Come on. Natural 20 plus oh, okay. 3, 23. 23? Did you roll a nature check? I'm rolling right now. I have plus 8 now to nature, but I got a 1, so not. No! We, like, we well, traded crappy rolls. <laughs> the DC was 20, and hey. what you identify this particular sedum as is uh, a unique poison variety. Oh. Yeah, a poison Perfect. sedum. Gattleby's entire yard is overrun with a strain of this dense stone crop that he has crossbred with poison ivy. Awesome. Okay. Wow. The Smart. sedum plants are over two feet tall, and they, uh, you assume, are probably very toxic. Yeah. So that's don't, something to consider don't as you're eat going them. through the flagstone. <laughs> yeah, don't. So there's no way to approach his house without going through this. Well, you do see see a flagstone. (laughs) Yes. You do see a flagstone path. Oh, he does actually have a path. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah, as you approach the house, that's what I'm going to bring all of you to roll 20. And you can see, you should be able to see yourselves on the map. Yes. Yep, I'm zooming out. There right. we go. I put everybody on there because eventually you're going to want to go to his house. But there you can see a flagstone path as it winds through the yard. Anywhere where there's not rocks is poison. Is poison, death. ivy, death, right? Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so you figure as you're walking, you, maybe you walk by the sidewalk just to get a good view in it. But you can see that the yard is covered. There's a giant fence outside covered in concertina wire. Nearly impossible, probably impossible to climb, mm-hmm. you okay. assume, without doing further investigations. But that's okay. what you do for the first half of your day. The two of you do. Um, you said you wanted to chat along the way is yeah that- um just as kind of we're walking there and i'm assuming like cal l's with with us because yes, we cal- all roll together right. um, i just want to get a little more um history for that so darn i says uh luton uh, i see that uh cal l seems to be very very close with you uh how did you meet cal l oh uh, well, that's an interesting story i had just chased off a group of gremlins who were trying to steal some newly laid archelon turtle eggs or so i thought turns out a massive water elemental had come out of the surf and onto the shore. I felt the sun disappear and turned around to face the towering creature that scared away the gremlins. I stood there for a moment in awe. This thing was huge. It must have been 15 feet tall. I was terrified and frozen in place with my jaw hanging open. Then it started to change size. In a moment of time, it was the height and shape of a normal human woman. Then it spoke to me and said, You'll catch flies if you keep staring like that. I closed my mouth, but I still couldn't find words. You are brave, little one. If you still feel brave, I need your help with something. The watery lady started walking off into the woods. I just stood there and watched as she reached the tree line. Well... Are you coming? I still don't know how I mustered the courage, but before I knew it, one foot was in front of the other, and I was following an elemental creature into the forest. We must have walked for a mile in silence when we stopped at the edge of a clearing. There was a circle of stones in the middle of the clearing, and an old man seated on a rock. Go to that old geezer, and he will tell you what is next. What will happen to me? He will determine your fate. Go now. 
I remember crossing the field to the circle of stones. Each step felt like an eternity. As I got closer to the old geezer, I realized that his age was only reflected in his hair. His body was covered in a loose robe and his arms were exposed. He was a very muscular, human-looking man, and he stood up as I approached him. There was something odd about him because his long hair was flowing in the breeze, but I didn't feel any wind. This is the beacon of salvation? He said the words out into the forest, and I swore I could hear laughing. It wasn't a good feeling. All right, then, little mortal. If the seas have brought you here, it must be for a reason. Are you aware of your bloodline? No, I'm adopted. My parents are the gnomes who took me in. No, child. Your parents, if they can be called that, were from the first world and were great elemental lords. You are not supposed to be here. She is not the one. Let's go. The old man turned to leave, and the watery woman was suddenly standing right behind him. She floated up on a jet of water and got right in his face. You are fickle and lack vision. Well, you are impetuous and easily distracted. Senile old fool. Craven sea hag. As the two argued, they began circling each other, and a great wind was whipped up. The woman was throwing her hands around, which was splashing on the ground, and felt like heavy rain. The old man was shouting, and it sounded like thunder clapping. I remember wanting to flee, but I didn't know what to do. So I put my hands over my head and crouched near one of the larger stones. I started thinking about my father. No, not the apparent elemental lord or whatever, but the sweet old gnome who raised me. He always had good advice for when situations would get out of control. He would say, the storm shall pass. And so I just started saying that to myself over and over. The storm shall pass. The storm shall pass. After a few moments, it did. The wind and the rain died almost immediately. I looked up and saw the two beings standing in the center of the circle. The water woman was now leaning on the man's shoulder with a smile across her face. See? She can see it through. Fine. Go, little one, to the druids of Wildwood Lodge and tell them what you have seen today. And then they disappeared. In the spot where they stood in the center of the circle was Kal-El. Oh my gosh. Oh. Holy crap. Whoa. That's what Darn Iris says. You're still in character, sir. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> That's incredible. That's like Pegasus and Zeus and Hercules. Kind of, yeah. But only, cooler. Only a jaguar. Yeah. That is amazing. That uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You did well. That works. Oh my gosh! I couldn't believe it myself. Wow. Okay, that's quite an origin story for this. Um, that is amazing. So it makes sense why you are so close with Kalel. Uh, that you have quite the bond. Yes, yes, he is my best friend, and he goes everywhere with me, and he helps me as much as he can. That's so cool. 
It helps because I'm so teeny. <laughs> <laughs> As she launches a lightning ball at your face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teeny loose. Teeny do, wings. Do uh, Balnor and Kairos want to do any scouting activities? This is still the first half of that day, right? That's right. Okay, cool. You have a second half. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we should probably yeah. scout for like our exit strategy. Yes, exactly. From the Ooh. brewery to the bullet and barrel. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's do that. So again, it's uh, like society, perception, thievery, like all those different skills. You can pick one that you have. I have a I have a high society. Me too. Um, oh, so fancy! <laughs> Pinkies up. <laughs> Putting on red. I put on my monocle. <laughs> all right, so you put on your monocle. Do not pass good. Do roll not collect two hundred Both of you can roll Fun a society fact, check. The monopoly man does not have a monocle. <gasps> How dare you! My childhood dreams. Man the peanut man does. The peanut yeah. man does. The peanut man does. Um, 12. 12 total? 12, 12 total. Okay. What about Balnoric? <laughs> Balnoric. His last name is Ick. <laughs> Balnoric. <laughs> 15 total. 15 total. Uh, you know what? The DC is 15. So <gasps> hey, yeah, you goodness, guys earn one more preparation point. Hey. Preparation H, baby. <laughs> Spread it. Put it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Good lord. Preparation H. Put it where it itch. Sponsor us. Put it on that itch. <laughs> yeah. The Dice uh. of Thunder podcast brought to you by Preparation H. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sit on it. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> hey, you better trademark those before they steal our ideas. <laughs> Man. After all that wonderful backstory, <laughs> what? we go right back <laughs> to toilet the humor. Jokes. Listen, yeah, that's what we're here for. That's what we're known for. <laughs> oh, it's so great. You called my agent for this. You yeah, know. he said, are you brand. prepared <laughs> for the overwhelming amount of butt jokes? All right, so the first half of day one, scouting. Complete day two, or the second half of day one, you guys can continue to scout. Did you, we find anything on our scouting? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you guys got another preparation point. Okay, but we didn't like notice nope, anything. No, nope, nothing. Okay. Noticing. Nothing you, you got you got familiar with the area. Okay, so there's uh, which no is reason. Really good to know. Found like, a taco spot. Yeah. Local. How how in, many steps is it going to take to run back? That kind of thing. In our searching, either group, did we notice um, a num- a certain number of guards patrolling yeah. these routes? Clusters. Not, not anything like that yet. You, oh, it might take yet. you a couple of days okay. to gather enough preparation to determine. Okay. So, but we know that the yeast of all brewery is an operating business. It's uh, you don't know down. anything about okay. the yeast of all brewery. Yet. Oh, when they, I thought that's where they went. Uh, oh no, they did from the brewery to Bolton Barrel soon. Okay, got it. So, what time is it? Well, can we check the brewery? To see uh, that's if where I'm going to go next. Yeah. Well, so it's midday. Also, another thing is you guys will have taken normal full rests during this period so you can rest and prepare and oh, reset your spells and all mm. that stuff just for the record um, but now we're going to be on the second half of the day and i'll remember if you need to if you want to do some crafting and other things like that that takes some time it t- actually takes a couple days oh, so okay. if that's a thing that you want to do so if there's um, something we want to craft shopping that's going to take half of a day to mm-hmm. do that anybody who wants to buy something is going to have to give so you know realistically you have 16 of these opportunities to use four days for the four of you. Uh, oh, actually, it's 32, right? Because it's twice a day. Right. That you can do something. You've used up two of them. And we're not going to make every single roll um, on the air. So we'll Got it. We'll make a couple of them. Well, right there. I was trying, I was uh, considering doing something a little bit more exciting, which is um, go to 
the brewery and if it is like just find out more information i'd like sure. to actually sneak in at night and look around and see what he might be going right. there for so roll uh let's have you roll a uh should i wait till night to do that though yeah, you can wait till night okay and so have that be the second activity that you do for the day yeah that's Absolutely. what i would like to do is my second activity. so before nighttime we just hang out and play hacky sack or you can continue <laughs> to scout you can use yeah. the second half of the day to continue to scout maybe around. you guys scout it during the day to see if it's operating business or something oh like yeah that. let's do yeah, that day Somewhere. and night would be yeah good okay we'll so that. why don't why doesn't every, everybody throw me the check that they want to do right now? And, I'm going to throw a perception check. Uh-oh. Greg doesn't look very happy. No, I'm not happy. <laughs> I rolled a four on the die, plus a, my stealth is a plus ten, so I'm a 14. Okay. Would you roll over there? Uh, a Gibson? 24 total. Yeah. 24? Okay. Am I rolling perception? You can roll society. Perception. Society. Kind of, yeah. Thievery. Well, I'll roll a perception check. Athletics is also an option. 16 on the die plus 8. Yeah. Nice. Uh, 24. So 14, 24, 24. Uh, 17. Total? Total. All right. So you guys, throughout all those activities, the second half of your day, you earn three more preparation points. Three more? Cool. Yeah. Sweet. So that brings you up to a total of six. And I can give you some more information. First is the yeast of all brewery. Looks like it's been out of business for a while. That was something you guys specifically wanted to scout out. All the windows are boarded up from the inside. The doors are locked. Okay. Okay. Um, Another thing you notice is that your route will take you across the Eustrati Bridge or the Eustrati River. Okay. Okay. The Eustrati River being that uh, part of the river that runs straight through Alkenstar. Yeah. Yeah. it, it's odd because the map doesn't really look like that, but your route will take you across a piece of it. Okay. Okay. So the best place to cross is an old stone bridge that many locals call the bottleneck bridge. Vendors set up tents and wheel carts to trade here during the day. And at night, the shield marshals set up a checkpoint on the bridge to reduce smuggling. Okay. Oh, man. So that's okay. some very valuable information. Yeah. Wee, a, a nighttime exit through the area will require you to go through a checkpoint. Right. Otherwise, at daytime, you have a bunch of vendors and street tents and stuff like that set up. And can we, we have swim? disguises. Right. And, and yes, you can swim. It's a long way down to the river. Okay. So it makes more sense to go during the day and, and you don't know if guys of traveling merchants. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. Okay. Uh, what else are, is happening before I try to break into this place? Oh really? Now did Dimer- that's a grimace space. Um, the I, nothing. I just need you to roll a thievery check to. Did try you want to do armor? Um, use Balinor's crafting ability to swallow to out do yeah, like on the, any of the runes. Well, I figured we do that off air when we when we buy stuff. If you do that, it's going to take him out of the doing checks from this point on. So I just need to know if that's what you want to do. Let's not do that now. I want you to get your checks done first. That means you're okay. going to go into whatever this next situation is without new weapons. That have your upgrades. Oh, okay. Sophie's choice. That's Sophie, a good point. Thank you for all of your GM tips. <laughs> That's a good point. How, and it takes how many days to do this? It's going to take him three days. Three days to and, and there's a crafting station at the Bullet and Barrel, so you don't have to worry about going out in public and doing this. But yeah. the enchantment ability and re-enchanting weapons, you first have to go shopping for something that okay so that's a whole deal now you can task balnor to do that but again that effectively takes him out of the scouting right for okay. the rest of this so you can activity. still i think we get our scouting stuff done first yeah okay because i don't want to take him out of the commission for that so then i won't break in quite yet 
Okay, what else are we doing? So this is... I did a stealth check at night to see. Did I find anything? No, at you night? got a fourteen. Uh, so you, okay. maybe you just weren't. You were stealthily skipping down the road. I was. Nobody I'm saw me skipping. Are you breaking in? No, I can't. I'm not going to break in without my upgrades. So okay. we can finish the day, and now it's the, it's the second day, and uh, so in the morning, Balnor will need to go shopping for whatever new weapon it is that you want to purchase. Which means the three of you, uh, Kairos. Uh, Darnayru and Luton have the ability to continue scouting or do other downtime activities, like earning income or something along those lines, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to prepare? That's the thing I'm really getting at. So m- I was hoping that if you were going to break in, that I could like set some traps for us when we head back there. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Like Traps, as we're leaving, maybe on the other side of the bridge, so it's not right at the Bullet and Barrel Saloon. You can yeah. use a thievery check to prepare the route to be a little bit more advantageous in case you guys are ambushed. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, Balnor. Okay. Yeah. What do we roll thievery for that? So Yeah, you would need... If, and if you roll on any of this, you can't upgrade his sword. So I don't mind the ideas, but just I have keep a that low mind. thievery anyway. Okay. My um, sword or my armor? Whatever you want. Because I have You two. can only pick one, though. Right. It takes a few days. So it's your okay. choice. That's my armor. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to roll a thievery to... So are you to buying prepare. some new armor? You want to upgrade your armor? And then take I feel like if I say it, potency? it makes it canon. And I was hoping to not have to decide that without <laughs> thinking. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll allow you to think about it. Okay. Then. Um, I do want to. I know that I want to prepare the route to make it as most advantageous okay. for us. So, so I'll roll a thievery, thievery for that. Dang. I rolled a four on the die plus uh, thievery, which is eight. So eight, nine, ten. I got twelve. 12. That's All right. pretty. That's a, a high bonus. So you set some some traps and 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 some stuff, but you do it in a public area, and you notice that by the end of the morning, if you go back to check them, and they've been trampled over and and dislodged, and unfortunately mm. none of them stick. Okay, so we're gonna have to be a little more uh, sneaky with like less traveled areas with our traps. That's all I can do for this first half yep. of the second day. So someone else has got to so do something. Does stealth check do anything? Luton and Kairos. Yeah, stealth check can. Okay. Do it. I'm or, or you can continue to scout and use a different skill if you'd want. Uh, act, no, not not. Um, sorry, not stealth. Okay. But survival, society, perception, okay. athletics. I'm gonna roll a society check, okay. please. That's okay to continue to gather information about the route, that kind of stuff. Uh, 16 total. Okay. That's worth another preparation point. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. What about Kairos, the second I'm half? I'm going to roll an Arcana, Ar- Arcana check. So um, are you use, are you doing that to gain some income, or are you trying to I find... I want to see if there's some animals, some beasts, something that's like in the area. Oh, sure. Okay. Like a, a baddie. You, okay. Roll, a, uh, roll an Arcana check. So, uh, uh, 13? 13 total? Yeah. So, this being the mana wastes, you're confident that there are some magical creatures that, or mutants, like the sludge spines mm-hmm. that are out there. You're not really bumping into anything in the city of Alkenstar, though. Okay. So, there isn't anything that you're discovering in the city with that check that you can use. Okay. If I were to do another nature check on this poison stuff, does that take another half day, or is that just something I can? What do you want to know? I want to know because your it... check was high enough to know everything. Oh, so. it was okay. Yeah. I didn't know if like walking on that path, it would, there's like area of effect kind of poison stuff. So, but if you no, told us everything, it, then we're it good. literally is contact poison. So if you okay, step cool. off the path, you're going to have to deal with it. That's okay. a good question. Does urban terrain lore help at all? Yeah, I'll allow you to roll that. Okay, I'm going to roll an urban terrain. Check. So this will be the second half of day two for you. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Nine total. All right. Yeah, there's something about the way that Alkenstar is laid out that is con- kind of confusing. There's no urban planning here. There's no uh, means or method to the streets. They're just sort of laid out wherever the buildings would allow. And you're not able to gain any useful information from urban No terrain. alleys or anything. I mean, you see alleys everywhere. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's nothing about their layout that would give you a, a, an edge here, you think. Okay. Got another role for diplomacy just to see if people will aid us in our. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's actually great because then you could, like, maybe get some merchants in on it or something. Right, I don't know. Right, how. Right. I don't know how either. But uh, that's a 22. Ooh, total? nice roll. 22 total. Yeah. Merchants are, uh, agree to throw uh, banana peels on the ground. What do you say <laughs> and to whom do you say it? Um, I, uh, uh, Kairos is walking through and like, there's a, like, like a large crowd. They all seem to be a part of like the same tribe or family. And Kairos just says, You may be needed later. Stand by for more instructions. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I reckon there's something that we could do. What a... What are you planning there, young man? Kairos uh, kind of thinks and says, When the time is right, you will know. Well, that's very cryptic. <laughs> We're going to come through this way, and I might need your help to do something. I don't know what yet, but when we get there, you will know. Do you know when, son? Two days. Uh, no, we've, we're in the middle of day two, so you have three more days. We have three more days. In three days. In like three days. <laughs> oh, all right, then. I guess in like three days, we'll be ready for you. And he gives you a little wink. And his mustache is like really long. Nice. Can you, can you, um, oh, thank you, Mr. Long Mustache. Can you flick him like 10 silver pieces or something? And I'll subtract it. Uh, I don't know why I'd do that, but. <laughs> Come on. Kairos looks at him. Throw that thing out Kairos the looks at him and tosses him a gold piece and says, Oh, gold. Oh, no, hey. 10 silver pieces, not gold. Same, same. 10 silver pieces, yeah. he says. Same, same. Oh, it is? 10 silver pieces is one gold piece. Oh, I thought, okay, fine. So it tosses him <laughs> one gold piece and says, tosses him one gold piece and says, I'll see you in three days, friend. Well, I'm subtracting 10. Thanks, partner. Okay. And you guys earn one more preparation point. Hey! Yes. For just good role play. You put me all through that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. That Excellent was worth work. a point, right? That oh, awesome. my gosh. So something that you notice and near one of those unrented stalls at the Bottleneck Bridge, there's some cigar butts with uh, gunpowder mm-hmm. on the mouthpiece, like gunpowder residue on the mouthpiece of the cigar butt. I had to say it oh. twice because it's weird. Gunpowder residue on the mouthpiece. Oh, it must be a clockwork broker smoking on something. What? I don't know. No, yeah, that's a good idea. So, um, yeah, that's you have that thing. You can do some. You can do whatever you want with it. Can you? That's odd. That's that or odd. something. I was just gonna say. I, like, well, I was. Yeah. I, that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So So what you find odd, uh, which I pointed out, but I'll give you more information. Hold on. If I use this. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of it. But if I use this, am I going to be able to do crafting for Darnayru? Oh, that's a good question. Does Uh, that ruin the craft? (laughs) Give me a chance to be evil and evil Uh, or evil. I mean, because it's it's a special ability. you, you, You bring it back to the bullet and barrel saloon. And you try to interrupt Balnor, and he looks at it, looks it over, and says, you know, that, that is odd. And, <laughs> and, uh, that is quite strange. And what you find out about this is that whoever was smoking the cigar must have had gunpowder 
like in their mouth. Who's putting gunpowder so in their mouth? Yeah, that's so weird. It right. must be some type of thing that has a mouth where guns and, and, and bullets so come out. And so when you say gunpowder in their mouth, you hear Phoebe from across the bar go, I know what that is. And she ju- <gasps> she kind of like does her goofy Phoebe thing. Dances across goofy. the bar on her way, her way over. Car, yeah, cartwheels the whole way. <laughs> be bopping and scatting her way across. <laughs> 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 I'm Phoebe. <laughs> I forgot I was going to say because that was so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Give that gunpowder mouth guy. That looks like something that the powdered cake punks would leave behind. Where did you find powder this? Powdered cake punks. We need to know. We, who, we. we found this under the bridge. Uh, going over the, what's the water place called? Over the bridge you where the sh- merchants are. Oh, you mean the bottleneck bridge? Yes, bottleneck bridge. Is that on your route? Yes. She said leading you to an inevitable question. It is on our route. Oh, you should be prepared. If the powder keg punks are involved, they may be onto your plans. Tell, Tell us, how many of these punks are there? Uh, there are a street gang here in Alkenstar. Okay. okay. How, how many, many of them are oh, in this gang? I don't, I don't even much know. How many people are in a street gang? Is that what you're asking me? Yes, you have data on the street oh, gang. Let me go check my books. And she reaches into her pocket and then gives you the bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what what would give you what would make you think they're on to our plan? The powder cake punks are a wild bunch, but they don't do anything without a plan. Which is very like it's a dichotomy of their, you know, entire persona that they are a wild bunch or they don't do anything without a plan. But, you know, when you are a GM, sometimes you have to make things up on the fly. <laughs> pull them right out of your butt. Yeah, we get that. So, um... Because your preparation age application... Who do these punks work for? I don't... I don't know. Truthfully. Okay. Truthfully. Why, why, do they ha- why do they have gunpowder in their mouth? The creepy punks, man. They, they put it in their mouth, and then they light things on fire. Like their face? They got a screw loose. Yeah, All of them. Do. Every single last one. Mark my words. The screws are loose. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Is there any way that they may be able to be turned to our advantage? Yeah. I suppose for the right price, but typically the gangs in Alkenstar don't go around betraying people who've hired them. Don't, people who've not, hired them. Not, even, not, for a good way not to even for 74 business. gold pieces. <laughs> Whoa. Just handing Perhaps. out money over I'm there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But I do not know how to contact them. Mm. Mm. That might be a problem. My, my thought about my thought about that is just is just we just deal with it if it becomes a problem, but we've prepared as much as we can, especially with your people, with yeah, your I'm, merchant people. Got there. Our own gang. So well, hopefully we have that'll seven preparation points now? Uh you have eight. seven. Yeah. Eight. So oh eight. Eight. Yeah. 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 That's right. Now yeah, you just made it many? nine. You just made it nine. <laughs> you just made it nine. You just nice made try. it nine. The uh, more. you guys better roll one more so I don't have to erase that mark. <laughs> uh, well, the other thing I wanted to roll was uh, did we when we looked at his residence? Yeah, 
was it a high traffic area? And then when we looked at the the brewery, was that a high traffic area? Yeah, we didn't look at those things. So the the good questions. The brewery is on more of a main street. Galilee's okay. house is in sort of like a neighborhood, like a suburban sprawl if okay. ish type thing. It's not on the main drag. Remember, I said his house was it's kind of out back there. From the yeah, yeah. kind of like Ferris Bueller, like Ferris Bueller's house. You got to run it's through. It's surrounded a yards. on both sides by other you know shanty housing. It is in the Smokeside Quarter, which okay. is not a lot of room or space between buildings or if at all other than the alleys mm. so i'm trying to see if i was gonna all brewery in the same situation but it's on a corner lot well i was just trying to see if i put traps in either of those places would they even be successful what's uh balnor for 700 <laughs> i was just thinking we also didn't verify if there was a a good way to get into his house without having to stone path cross right? over all the stones mm-hmm. well, i thought the stones were like covered in poison ivy. No, no, no. everything, everything else is everything else stones. is except for the stones. That is the only safe way through. Hey, is there a way? Good listening. <laughs> but how do we get into there? Because it's I, I believe, okay. off. What I would like gate. to do. Got to believe first. Yeah. Okay. You got to believe. What I would like to do is set up a way to if someone was pursuing us in or out of this poison area to knock them in. I don't know what I could put in that place. We I'm could use spells and push them off. Well, instead of wasting spells, is there like things we could put in place? Like, no, on the third spot, there's going to be uh, something can, sticking out of the you way. You can purchase some traps. There's spring, oh. springboard traps and other things like that that we can go through the store and, and look at that if you'd like. Mm. Yep. But is it, you guys think it would be a good idea to put it at his house? You think we're going to be pursued there? I wouldn't be surprised if we were met there. You think so? Mm-hmm. Especially if someone, okay. So come in, booby trap. Our, our booby traps some somewhere in in the poison area that we know to be careful of, so we don't step on that spot. And then we booby trap our exit, yeah, so that we know exactly where our exit is, and we create like a funnel. The hot gates. Yep, there you go. That's it. <laughs> okay. What do I got to roll? How much does a, a trap cost? We'll have to research that. Yeah, okay. We'll do that later. We'll shop Should I roll something for that, GM? That? No. No. You're gonna have to set that up in the moment when you're at his house. So. Got it. Okay, mm. we'll save that one. Oh, we can save that one. Have to burn a, uh, you, do, you will have to burn half a day shopping. Oh, that's how like many we're on three Jeez. day three. Oh, this will take. I think with that this shopping quest, my, that yeah. would take us to the third day of prep. Okay, yeah. okay. which okay. we will have to figure out next week. Oh, oh whoa, so excited! Whoa. Yeah. End of the episode out of nowhere. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.